Name the movie starring Jennifer Garner, where she was a 13-year-old girl and in one night magically transformed into an adult. That's right, the answer is 13 going on 30, and that movie is from 2004, so it's been quite a while ago. It's, it's an older movie, but I remember watching it and I loved it. It was good. Welcome to Starting Sustainability, and this is episode 30, for those of you who are keeping track. And I have, I'm 30 weeks pregnant. I have 10 weeks left until this kid gets here, unless they come early. Either way, I am tired and exhausted all the time. I also have a canker sore on the side of my tongue, so every time I talk, it is rubbing on my teeth, which makes it very painful to talk. So if I sound funny or like I'm slurring my words, it's because it hurts. <laughs> There's a lot of pain going on in my mouth. Sometimes saying these words is very tricky to get them to come out properly. If you're new to this podcast, do know that we have a Facebook group called Starting Sustainability. And a couple weeks ago, I put out a message on the Facebook group. I asked, I said, hey, what, what topics do you want to learn about? Because I feel like I've gone through quite a few of them and I'm starting to scratch my head and having to think really hard, like, what else can I talk about? So there were quite a few suggestions for a sustainable, eco-friendly beauty regimen. The problem with that is that I am not the guru when it comes to makeup products or beauty regimen. I'm a very simple person and, I guess, minimalist in this area. I did my best to do a lot of research and put together a lot of good content for all of you listeners. When it comes to beauty regimen, there's different areas like hair care, skin care, and makeup. There are also different brands to review and a lot of do-it-yourself options. So as I was going through, I was like, all right, first of all, I'm, I'm more penny conscious. I'm a penny pincher. So I looked into a lot of the do-it-yourself options. And to be honest, a lot of them seemed like a lot of work and that they were kind of wacky. <laughs> and I've tried a handful in the past and I've shared my experiences with the podcast and they I have not had good success with any of the do-it-yourself options. So I do have links. So this is episode 30. If you go to the website www.startingsustainability.com forward slash episode 30, you can get all the show notes. So I, if you want to try some do-it-yourself options, I do have links to different articles with DIY options. They all come from 1millionwomen.com. And there's one for make your own toiletries and it reviews do-it-yourself deodorant toner, body scrubs, diaper rash creams, which can also be used to soothe like blistered skin or sunburns, do-it-yourself shampoo, a hair rinse, a deep conditioner, and oil hair conditioning treatment, lip balm, shaving cream, and hair removal wax. Of those, I've only ever really tried the do soap deodorants, which did not work, Body scrubs, they have a sugar scrub and a coffee scrub, and I love those. And the coffee scrub is nice because you can use your leftover coffee grounds. I don't even drink coffee, but my husband does. So I'll take the leftover coffee grounds and you just mix it with a little bit of olive oil. And their recipe even adds in cocoa powder, so then you get like a chocolatey smell. The coffee scrub is really awesome to have in the shower if you're a morning shower person. 
because you'll be taking your shower, which alone wakes you up, but also the smell and the fragrance of the coffee in the shower, in the hot steamy shower, that definitely gets you perked up, haha, coffee pun, and energized and ready to go for the rest of your working day. I have not tried any do-it-yourself shampoos, but I did get the shampoo bar, and I have, I'll be discussing that later on, but my sister did, and she really liked the do-it-yourself shampoo. The recipe that she had for conditioner did not work out so well for her, um, so I, <laughs> I was like, cool, good, a deep conditioner recipe. Uh, it is a mashed avocado and olive oil, and that is it. You smash it all up together and put it in your hair and let it soak for 10 minutes, which seems like a really long time in the shower. But Dawn, if you're listening, which I know that you are, feel free to try that and let me know how it goes. But I'll have the link here for you if you want to get the specifics to that recipe. I have done homemade lip balms. Those turned out really well. The homemade shaving cream was terrible. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> and the recipe that they have here is extremely similar to the one that I did. So I don't really recommend that one. But if you want to give it a shot, go for it. And then there's the hair removal wax. I, I have not done that one. I have not done that one. I have no desire to do that one. Waxing is not for me. I'm a shaver, not a waxer. Other articles, they're just kind of fun and interesting. There's one for edible beauty essentials, and they talk about how you can use lemon juice as a toner and sugar as a scrub. Oats, to blend up the oats and mix it with yogurt and even a little bit of honey and put that on your face for a homemade face mask. I've heard of people doing this before. I've never actually seen it done, and I've never tried it. Although I would really like to see some pictures of people with oatmeal masks on their face. Olive oil, they're just saying, is good for a deep conditioning hair treatment. Or you can put it on your skin along with coconut oil. And green tea for a toner as well. A lot of, a lot of toner products. I don't know what toner is. I've never used toner. I'm pretty sure it's something to do with your skin. Specifically your face. Uh, but other than that, no, I've never used it. I don't know what it is. So... <laughs> If homemade toner is something that you really want, I've got the links for you. I just can't attest to it. The last article that I have on here for do-it-yourself stuff is basically bragging about coconut and how marvelous and wonderful coconut oil is, how you can use it as a moisturizer, you can put it in as a hair product, stain remover, makeup remover, which I've heard multiple times. I've never actually tried it for makeup remover. Like I said, I'm pretty minimal when it comes to makeup. They're even saying it's great for medical uses, like for cold sores and nosebleeds and bug bites. I don't know. I've never tried it for any of those. I don't get nosebleeds. It's wintertime right now, so there aren't any bug bites going on. And as a natural shaving cream or massage oil. So I'm a big fan of the massage oil. Husband of mine, if you're listening, I would love a massage. <laughs> I'm heavily pregnant and miserable. I would really love a massage. So that pretty much sums it up for all the do-it-yourself options. So now I will talk about the different categories like hair care and skin care and then makeup. For hair care, there are, if you don't want to make it yourself, you can go purchase a shampoo and conditioner bar. So I bought some and absolutely loved them. The brand I purchased was called Sweet and Sassy. I love them. They still have a very nice fragrance on them because a lot of the other soap bar products start off smelling really good but I feel after just a few weeks or a few uses it's like all the fragrance disappears so I can attest to the sweet and sassy brand there's another brand called ethic e-t-h-i-q-u-e 
And I see and hear a lot of good things about them as well. I just haven't tried their products yet because I'm still using the sweet and sassy ones. I do know that both of those are good brands. If you don't want the bar shampoo or the bar conditioner, because for some reason that really weirds some people out and you want a liquid version, that's okay. Plain Promoters is a company and you, the way that they work is you buy it. They'll ship it to you and it's the liquid version and it comes in an aluminum bottle and then you can order refills for your bottle and you return, they'll send you new ones and you return the original bottles if that makes sense. So the aluminum bottles are constantly getting reused over and over and they're just sending you refills so there's zero waste in that. Because I am a podcaster, I pulled some strings and I reached out to Plain Promoters and I was able to hook everybody up with a discount which is awesome. So if you call, if you call, nobody's calling. If you go online and you go to Plain Promoters, and that's Plain, P-L-A-I-N-E, there's an E on the end of that. Plain Promoters, if you go to their website and you want to get some of their products, enter in the code START, get it for starting sustainability, START. So enter in the code START and you will get a 20% discount on your first purchase. The next topic is skincare in this world. Uh, the first one would be body wash. If you don't want a plastic bottle body wash, then go for a bar of soap. My husband can't stand bars of soap. <laughs> he says that they dry out his skin. I think he just needs to try different versions of bars of soap. I can attest to, I did get Dr. Bronner's soap in December and I went through and was like, I spent a good amount of time picking out the best smelling one. And like I said earlier, within a few weeks, all of the fragrance was gone. So I'm kind of bummed about that. But I do have the Dr. Bronner soap. And a lot of other people have attested to the Dr. Bronner's bar soap and they really like it. I've also tried a goat milk bar of soap that I got from a craft fair. And it started off smelling great. And again, within a few weeks, the smell was completely gone. I haven't really found a body wash bar of soap where the fragrance lasts all the way through. Another option is the Norwex body cloth. I did interview Katie Ellistad, the Norwex lady. That would be on episode 20 if you want to go back and take a listen. But in there they have a lot of the Norwex products are antimicrobial. So you'll use the body cloth in the shower, just the cloth. Get it wet, rub it up and down on your skin and it will take away the dead skin cells, any sweat and dirt and grime from the day. B.O. <laughs> bacteria in your armpits. It takes it all away and then you just hang it up. You will rinse it, squeeze out the water, hang it up and let it dry and you can use it again and again. After a while you will have to wash that cloth but it's pretty nice because you don't need any body wash. You just use the cloth so that's really cool. And the same with the cloth. You just use the cloth and you can shave your legs because the razor burn comes from dead skin and dirt and bacteria. So if you use the cloth first and scrub up your legs rub up and down on your legs and get rid of all that stuff. Then when you shave, you don't have any issues either. Once you're done in the shower, then you want to put on some moisturizer. There is lotion versus body butter. So again, you can make it yourself or you can buy a lotion bar or you can buy a jar of body butter. The difference between the two, because I didn't actually know what the difference was, I had to look it up. So I figured I'm probably not the only one. Lotions are actually water-based and will add in moisture, where body butters are oil-based and they will seal in moisture. So there's a difference. If you already have 
chronically dry skin, then the lotion is what you want because it's going to be adding in moisture. If you have chronically dry skin and put on the body butter, it'll just put like an oil layer on top, but it's not actually adding in any moisture. So it depends on if you have dry or oily skin and if the climate is summer or winter, humidity or dry air. That'll help you determine which product that you need. But there are many, many options available for eco-friendly lotions and body butters. Next up is the body scrubs. These, the do-it-yourself version, is very simple, but you can also get body scrubs, especially at craft fairs or farmer's markets where they come in a little glass mason jar that, where other people have made them, and you can just buy them ready to go. And then the last one for the body care is the <laughs> deodorants, where I say, ha-ha, good luck. I literally put that in my notes. Because <laughs> I have not had any luck yet. However, my next lead I have heard lots of good things about Meow Meow Tweet. That is a brand that has a lot of different options, not just deodorant, but shampoos and lotions and a whole bunch of beauty products. So that's my next lead. So after I use up the one that I have, which is in a little glass jar, this one from Meow Meow Tweet actually is in a cardboard tube and it's like a, like you push it up, you know, like a push pop when you're a kid. So it's kind of like that, but deodorant. So I'm excited to try that one once I use up the one that I have. The last topic to talk about is makeup. Again, there are many, many do-it-yourself versions that you can find on Pinterest or on Google. I don't really wear makeup all that much as is, so I have not had any desire to experiment with do-it-yourself makeup, but I do have a link available for you if you want to go to the show notes. If you don't want to make it yourself, then there are lots of brands that you can check out. You do have to remember that these brands are using higher quality ingredients and quality packaging instead of the cheap disposable packaging. So you are going to have to pay a little bit more for these. I want you to rationalize it this way. If you buy higher quality, you're going to buy less. Cut out the impulse purchases because a lot of times we'll walk by and be like, "Ooh, that's a new fancy color and just grab it for kicks. So don't do the impulse purchases and then be very careful when you're making a makeup selection. A lot of times if you've been at the drugstore and you can't decide which shade you're going to get, then it's so cheap because it's only a few dollars each. You'll get three or four different shades, take them home and experiment. And if you don't like it, you do what with it? You basically put it in the little basket underneath your sink. We call that the makeup graveyard <laughs> and it will stay there for the next eight to 20 years, basically, until you have a an urge to purge. So let's be smart about the makeup choices. So even though these cost a little bit more, if you are selective with them and you're getting good quality, overall it will balance out budget-wise. Because I'm not a strong makeup person, I did go to outside resources and I went to theloriloo.com. She has a blog and her article is Zero Waste Makeup. And then I also went to goingzerowaste.com and there's a blog there. And it's 10 zero waste makeup brands. I went through a few different articles and then took the brands that kept repeating and had a lot of good reviews. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. So I'm not even going to bother sharing the crummy brands. The first brand is called Elate. E-L-A-T-E. Elate. And a lot of it comes in bamboo packaging. And it will have tin refillable packaging. It's all natural ingredients. Plastic free delivery. The price range is around $4 to $32, depending on what you're getting. But, quote, you can get refills on their products and create even less waste. Recycled packages are great, but creating less waste to begin with is the holy grail, end quote, from this, <laughs> from this blogger. 
It is important to note that refillable makeup is becoming really popular, and you purchase a really nice compact that has a small magnet in the back, which holds onto the stainless tin. The small stainless tins have pressed eyeshadow, blush, or foundation, and once you run out of your product, then you can recycle the tin. You can then order a new pressed tin to put in its place. It's a genius concept that really helps to save a lot in terms of packaging. The second brand is called Ilia, I-L-L-I-A, Ilia. This brand, all of their packaging is either recycled aluminum, glass packaging, or recycled paper packaging. And what's really cool is it is Sephora Clean certified. So if you need to go get it today and you don't have time to wait for it to show up, you can run over to Sephora and buy it. This one is available at Sephora if you have a Sephora near you. The downside is uh, Sephora is a little bit more pricey. So the price range is about $24 to $54 depending on what you're getting. However, all the articles I could find were saying the Ilia, the like the best thing for you to try if you want to fall in love with them, is their mascara. They have the absolute best mascara. I haven't tried it, but that's what everybody else is saying. Third brand is called Axiology, A-X-I-O-L-O-G-Y, Axiology. They have paper shipping packaging, and they have recycled aluminum lipstick tubes. Their products are vegan and cruelty-free, and you'll also be supporting women-owned businesses. The price range is around $24 to $30, a little bit, a little bit more affordable depending on what you're getting. Quote, Axiology sells a great range of bright lipsticks and stains. Want to be zero waste but still want your face to have fun? This is where it's at. End quote. <laughs> I guess the thing with a lot of the eco-friendly, sustainable, natural makeup brands is that they're very neutral palettes. That's where Axiology pops because they have quite a wide variety of bright, fun colors. So if you're trying to be zero waste and eco-conscious, then, but you still want to have fun with your makeup, then this is the brand to go for. Just to give you some more detail, their lipstick tubes are made out of recycled aluminum and they can be recycled at the end of their life. The lipstick tube comes in a paper box created by a woman-owned recycling paper boutique in Bali, and the box can be recycled or composted. The company is vegan and cruelty-free, according to their website. They also donate a percentage of their annual profits to partners like Orangutan Foundation International, PETA, and other humane societies, so you can feel good about your purchase with Axiology. The fourth brand is called Clean Faced Cosmetics. This is a small business. It's handmade and affordable, vegan and cruelty free, and they will actually make custom shades of any product. And returning containers to the owner will actually get you a coupon. And their price range is between $12 and $20, a little bit more. To me, that's definitely more affordable. Where do you find Clean Faced Cosmetics? On Etsy. You'll have to go to Etsy to get there. But that's really cool that they can customize any shade that you want. And the fifth one is Lush. This can be a little bit controversial, but you have to remember they are trying and they are still a better than option. So they are better than most cosmetic companies. They are cruelty free and 35% of their products can be bought without any packaging at all. Lush is also a store that you can go visit and play with a lot of the ingredients. So they're not 100% eco-sustainable, but they are on their way and they're still better than a lot of other options out there. One thing I did think about is that once you get your makeup, you're going to have to apply it, right? So you can use your fingers, 
But if you're not a finger person, then you're going to need some tools. So I found a company called Eco Tools, and they will have bamboo brush handles, natural stones, recycled paper packaging, um, cruelty-free bristles, and their price ranges between eight and twenty dollars. Eco Tools is very cool to check out. Somebody on the Facebook group, Vicky, if you're listening, shout out to you, posted a makeup line called Be Sane. And it's a pressed palette of makeup in a tin. And so once it's empty, you can rinse it out and recycle the tin or keep the tin. The Be Same makeup brand is also very good and eco-friendly, very sustainable. Around in the middle grounds on price range, but it is very vintage. It's kind of designed like from the 20s and the 30s. It's a very vintage setting. So if you're into more of the vintage look, then I would recommend Be Same. On a related note, if you do have leftover mascara wands, do not throw them away. So once you've emptied out your mascara, keep the wand and just clean it with like Dawn dish soap and then mail it off to Wildlife Refuge because they will accept these little wands and they're able to upcycle them to clean away oil, larvae, fly eggs, mites, infections, mud and other contaminants from wildlife and they are fantastic for medical care and wound treatment. And so they would really love your mascara ones. I will have the link on the show notes, but it is www.appalachianwild.org forward slash wands dash for dash wildlife html. So it's appalachianwild.org wands for wildlife. If you just search that in Google, this will be the first one to pop up. At the end of the day, you are going to want to remove your makeup. So you can do this with the coconut oil or olive oil. Please do be mindful of cotton balls or cotton rounds. Let's use a washcloth or even a cloth round. So if you've had leftover scrap fabric material or an old washcloth or an old towel, you can create your own little cloth rounds instead of cotton rounds that you would just buy and then throw away because those cotton rounds they're still going to come in a plastic packaging that's going to have to get thrown away and I personally hate spending money on something to use at one time and throw it away so I actually made my own little face scrubbies or makeup remover cloths out of leftover terry cloth that I had actually my mom had it so I used it up for her because she had a whole bunch of scraps so this is something that you could do or just use a washcloth And another option is to get a Norwex face wipe, like a face cloth. It's the same thing as the body cloth. You get it. It's literally a cloth. You get it wet. You use it on your face. No soap, no remover, nothing else. You just use that and it'll take the makeup off. I'm not getting any money from Norwex. I just really like their products. And even if you don't want Norwex specifically, I'm sure there are other brands out there where it's the same technology. The whole point is to get something that's zero waste and this is how to do it. So between all the topics that we talked about today, hair care, skin care, and makeup, if you don't want to be going all over the place for your beauty regimen, then you can go to a one-stop shop. (laughs) There are a couple of brands that I found that will pretty much have a lot of this stuff. Meow Meow Tweet, it won't have absolutely everything, but it will have a lot of this stuff. Meow Meow Tweet was one that I had mentioned earlier. Taylor's Naturals is another company, and they are vegan and low-waste. They're also the makers of Elevated and Balm. So if you've heard of those two companies, they're part of Taylor's Natural. And then again, the Plain products that I had mentioned earlier, that's Plain, P-L-A-I-N-E. There's an E on it. You can do the Plain products. Use the discount code STAR and you'll get 20% off. 
plain products are nice. It's going to be the liquid version if you don't want the solid bar version. And they have a whole bunch of different stuff. All their stuff is natural, toxin-free, vegan, cruelty-free, and even palm oil-free. It's color-safe, kid-safe, great for sensitive skin and all hair types. Everything's in aluminum bottles. They are returnable, refillable, reusable, and they eliminate the need for single-use plastics. So they're a great company because they're good for you and they're good for the planet. You'll get about 16 ounces of product, which will last approximately two months and up to four to six months because it depends on how often you use it or how many people are in your household. And they are made in the USA from start to finish. So if you want to be supportive of the American economy, then that's good to know. So again, the discount code is START, S-T-A-R-T, START, <laughs> you'll get 20% off. So that is the end of this episode, episode 30. Again, if you need any of the information for anything that we have discussed here, all the links and whatnot, the go check out the show notes, which is www.startingsustainability.com forward slash episode 30. I do want to take this time to make a quick announcement that as the due date approaches, <laughs> there are a lot of things that need to get done. We have a lot of stuff in our schedule jam-packed. So I cannot promise an episode every single week. It's probably going to slow down to maybe one every other week. I don't want you to worry or panic or give up on me for inconsistency. I'm just letting you know that there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done around this house in preparation for this baby. So I'm just going to take off some of the stress and relax a little bit and kind of slow things down in the podcasting world. So I will still be here and still giving you great information Maybe just not every single week right now. And don't worry, once the baby gets here, I'll probably do, I'm planning on a short, quick, brief episode saying, the baby's here, boy, girl, here's the name, all the details, and I'll see you in approximately four to six weeks because I don't know how I will be able to function with a toddler and a newborn. <laughs> so, And I warned you of that before that. I was probably going to take a break once the baby came, just for a short bit until I can kind of get back on my feet again. Okay, I hope everybody has a wonderful rest of their week. Stay sustainable, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.